Hey there, I'm Rachel Aaring, and you're listening to the Top Music Piano Podcast. Get inspired as we discuss creative resources, trends in piano pedagogy, ways to grow your income and streamline your studio, and new ways to engage your students each week. If you are a teacher who wants to go beyond the method books to create an innovative studio that fosters lifelong music makers, you've come to the right place. Hi there, piano teachers, and welcome to the very first episode of the Top Music Piano Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you, and I can't believe that this is our first episode together. Today, I'm sharing a rebroadcast of a solo episode that aired on my podcast, Dynamic Piano Teaching, back in November, right before Thanksgiving. This episode is about using stories in piano lessons and how play can be used to effectively teach piano concepts to our youngest students. There's also a free story resource mentioned in this episode, so be sure you check out the link to grab that for your studio. I hope you enjoy this short episode about the power of stories. Hello, teacher friends. I am coming to you alone today to talk about something that I'm passionate about that I want to share with you, and that is the power of using stories in piano lessons. A few weeks ago, I was in church and the guest pastor told a really engaging and moving story that ended up being about 75% of the sermon. The pastor happened to be a really excellent storyteller, and I was hanging on every word waiting to see what would happen in this engaging story. Because I was the pianist for the service, I got to hear the sermon twice that day, once at the early service and again at the late service. The interesting thing is that at the late service, he told the exact same story almost word for word, and I recognized every word. As he was telling it, I remembered it and I knew what was coming next. However, when he got past the story into the other 25% of his sermon, I found myself thinking, did he preach this part at the last service? And he was just as passionate, maybe even more so, about that part of his sermon. But I didn't remember any of it from the first service. I'm a little embarrassed to admit that, but I think it shows how powerful storytelling is and how we remember stories so much better than if we just hear a bunch of words strung together. A story has the power to change the mundane into the incredible. And if it's true for us as adults, how much more true is it for the little ones that we teach? A study came out last year and was cited in Forbes magazine that shows that learning through play is often more effective than just instruction alone. As piano teachers, this probably does not come as a surprise to you, but you might be thinking, isn't play innate in piano teaching? After all, it's called playing the piano. So why do we need to add more play into this? Very true, but I think sometimes we take the play out of the piano, and if you look back on your early years of lessons, it might have taken you a long time to feel like you were actually playing the piano. Sometimes the early years can feel like drudging the piano or even torturing the piano, I think. So as teachers, I want to encourage you to put the play back in the piano, even for, well, maybe especially for your youngest students. And I believe one of the ways that you can do this, and there's thousands of ways, but one of the small ways that you can do this is through stories. 
You probably already use little stories or at least word pictures in your teaching. Have you ever told your student to play rainbows or hop like a bunny from one key to another? Anytime you can paint a picture for a child, they are more likely to grasp and remember the concept. So today I want to share with you some stories that I'm using in my studio to teach some basic piano concepts and beginning improvisation techniques. I call these sound effects stories because when I first started using them, they were just short little stories that I wrote and then the student had to add sound effects at the designated places. For example, if I said, there was a giant elephant tromping up a hill, you can imagine some loud, slow bass notes, hopefully moving upward, right? I recently started turning these stories into little printables that can be used in beginner piano lessons. Just in case there's any confusion, these aren't really pre-reading songs. I see people in um, Facebook groups often asking for pre-reading songs, which of course we all want to send our beginners home with something to practice, a song. But these are more of an improvisational tool that you can use in lessons to get kids comfortable at the piano while reinforcing concepts like high and low, right and left, etc. One of the stories that I recently added to my Etsy store is this type of story, and it is perfect for November because it's all about gratitude. For those of you in the States, of course, we have Thanksgiving this month, and so it's the perfect time to focus on gratitude in your studio. This particular sound effect story is called Gratitude Music Box. And it isn't as much of a story as some of my other ones, but I love that it combines gratitude with an introduction to improvisation that even the youngest beginners can do. So it starts out by saying, today I am grateful for the birds in the sky. And then you read the instructions, play some high sounds that sound like birds soaring, and feel free to add in some sounds that birds might make. It continues through several more things that we are grateful for with a sound effect improvisation for each gratitude. It ends with, today I am grateful for you, my friend, and all the things that make you unique and special. And the instructions are, play some notes to create music that expresses who you are and what you love. At the end of this story, I included a couple of gratitude journal pages that you can print and use with your students yourself or send home with a student to use at home where they can write some more things that they are grateful for. And you could be creative with those pages as well and have them write some things that they could come up with more sound effects for or write a little song about. I'm going to put a link to the gratitude music box in the show notes, and I hope you'll check it out as well as my other stories in my Etsy store. I also have a Christmas sound effects story in the Etsy store that you might be interested in. This one is a little bit different because rather than just creating sound effects, it has specific rhythms that the student plays on different notes to create the story. So the story is about what the elves do on Christmas Eve while Santa is out delivering toys. For example, one of the lines is, one by one, the elves choose their favorite toys to begin their night of fun. And the instructions are find any E on the piano and play the rhythm below to discover the elves' favorite toys. So I'm not going to give away what their favorite toys are. You'll have to check out the story to find out. And then at the end of this story, there's a fun little name that tune phrase that the student plays. And I think they'll be able to tell what the song is. So as a thank you to all of you who are listening to this podcast today, I have an exclusive free sound effects story for you called A Whale of an Excuse. 
Now, this sound effect story is about Wendell the whale, who has a bad habit of making up excuses when he doesn't want to do something. I would call this one um, guided improvisation because the instructions have the students making up sound effects, but with some guidance, such as play four low notes to sound like Wendell's monster trucks. As piano teachers, we hear all sorts of excuses from our students about not practicing, forgetting their books, etc. So this is a fun little story where Wendell learns that making excuses really isn't as satisfying as taking responsibility for what he's supposed to do. So if you would like this free story, just go to the link in the show notes and you'll get the story sent right to your inbox. These are just some of the simple little stories that I've started creating for my students, and I hope you'll try them out with your students as well. I have ideas for a lot more, so you can be on the lookout for those in the coming months. You can make up your own little stories as well, probably right there on the spot in a lesson to encourage improvisation or reinforce a concept that you are teaching. There are certain things that lend themselves really well to improvisation, such as animals or certain vehicles. You can take pretty much anything that your student loves and turn it into some kind of story to use at the piano to make learning fun. If you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you know that I also love using musical storybooks in my lessons. You can check out episode five for some of my favorite musical storybooks. And in episode 14, I interviewed Courtney Woodward, who is the author of the Family Dynamics music storybooks. I actually was going to use one of my spooky sound effects stories with my five-year-old student recently, right before Halloween. And he said no and insisted that I read him one of my actual musical storybooks. I think we ended up reading Never Play Music Right Next to the Zoo, which is always a hit with students. I would love to hear how you use stories in your piano teaching. And I would also love for you to share with me if you have favorite musical storybooks, because honestly, I need to order some new ones for my studio. You can find me on Instagram at Rachel Erin and be sure to find the link to get your free sound effect story about Wendell the Whale. Until next time, happy piano teaching, friends. How do you keep up to date with all the latest trends and research into music education? How do you connect with other teachers around the world and make sure your teaching stays fresh and relevant for students of all ages and stages both now and into the future? I created our Top Music Pro membership to be the one-stop shop for music teaching resources, training, support and community and I'd love for you to come and join us inside. With over 40 comprehensive training courses, hundreds of teaching demonstrations and lesson plans, free monthly sheet music, discounts, and all the business and pedagogy support you could ever need, Top Music Pro is the community you've been looking for. If you're ready to level up your learning from the podcast and join thousands of other teachers in our global network, head over to topmusicpro.com today.